Welcome to the Ask Kelly Pule mini-series. Each month, we select one of the Ask Kelly Pule submissions for Myra to answer live and share with you. Here's today's question. How much water should I be drinking? I've heard of at least eight glasses a day. Sometimes I forget to drink all day long, and then I remember at night and drink a lot all in one go. Then I'm getting up in the night to use the toilet. I notice my skin and hair are increasingly dry and think it might be because I'm dehydrated. Whenever you hear the word should, a little red flag can be raised in your mind. Take a look at that belief and where it's coming from. It may not be yours, but something you were given earlier in life. How much water you need to consume will depend on your lifestyle. Do you live in a hot environment where you're sweating every day or doing physically demanding work? Perhaps you're in an environment that's artificially dry, such as an office with central heat and air conditioning. Or you live in an arid location, such as the desert in Arizona. Hydrating yourself is something that comes naturally when you aren't rushing through life or caught up in your mind being somewhere other than where you are in your body. The body naturally gives cues when it needs replenishing. Think about that. And we don't need to wait until we're dying of thirst. If drinking water doesn't come naturally to you, then work with drinking about a half a cup or about 115 ml of warm water every hour. And that's for a moderate environment, for moderate activity. You know, you could uh, fill a thermos with hot water in the morning, or you can take that hourly opportunity to stand up and have a stretch. You could also then take 12 conscious, slow, deep breaths, and then smile to yourself while the kettle is warming up. The temperature of water is important. Cold water and even room temperature water will extinguish Agni, your digestive fire. Ideally, it would be a little warmer than body temperature. I had a client who was experiencing some really unpleasant symptoms that seemed like they were related to menopause. And yet she'd been moving into it very comfortably. And then this suddenly started happening. And she had a, a sound lifestyle and a reasonably good diet. And I kept asking a lot of questions, attempting to sort out where the issue was coming from. It just wasn't making any sense. And then I was watching her on the video and I saw her take the water bottle to have a drink. And I mentioned it and she shared that she was so pleased with this water bottle because it kept the water icy cold all day long. Aha. That was it. I had her switch to warm water only, and her symptoms went away. And she continued with a very comfortable menopause. So this, this trend of carrying around a water bottle and sipping it all day long, it's become a bit like a nervous tick or a, or a baby bottle. It's really not a good idea. You know, when water bottles became fashionable, we didn't allow them in the sudden room at Holly Pule. And many people were shocked that we didn't allow the water bottles at their side during their yoga practices. 
You know, drinking water throughout asana or during pranayama and meditation is not supportive to your body or to the practices. It's good to pay attention also to the quality of the water. Avoid tap water that you aren't filtering yourself. And in many locales, it also it contains fluoride as well as chlorine and some other chemicals. And if you live in the city, the water coming out of the tap, if it's uh, processed surface water, then it can also have a lot of medications in it, which is probably not something that you want to consume. Ideally, spring water is really the best if you have a source available to you. And then otherwise, you just need to do the best you can, but be informed of what some of the concerns can be. Consuming a good portion of your water in your food is really what's ideal for hydration of your body. Eating high water content foods such as cooked grains and, and cooked vegetables and fruits, it not only allows for maximum hydration, but it also facilitates the maximum absorption of nutrients. So more water isn't often the answer for dehydration. Sometimes you need a little bit more to catch up. But too much drinking water, it stresses the kidneys. It washes important minerals out of your system. And in Ayurveda, we look at it, it aggravates the dosha. It aggravates vata dosha. The body does need just enough water to maintain supple skin and hair. And then just as important for internal lubrication, high quality fat in your diet. Cooking your food in ghee or olive oil, it'll bring a noticeable shift to the feel and the appearance of your hair and skin. So take note also of what you're consuming that's drying you out. You know, caffeine is a major culprit here. It's remarkably aging. And if you're overdoing certain spices, such as turmeric, very drying. Yeah, so this can also contribute to some dehydration. If you're drinking an appropriate amount of water consistently throughout the day, and you still get a need to get up and pee at night, and this is a sign that there's some weakness going on and there may be some excess vata dosha. So we have answers for you on how to correct that. Take a look at our Agni Therapy program on our website or on our social media. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halipule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes. <music>